At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lovely Las Vegas for Jessica Soups with myself, Craig Eaps Pierce, and now part of the Visa Family Podcast. We've got a tremendous podcast for you. It's in the second segment. We're going to be joined by one of our good friends, Terrence Oglesby. He does a great job over there at the Field of 68, taking a look at the great game of college basketball. A man that used to play for the Clemson Tigers as well. So in the second segment, we're going to be diving into some guys that he feels are a little bit off the radar for this upcoming season. We're also going to be taking a look at what attributes you want to look to for a guard that might be a really good fit for this upcoming college basketball season. He's going to be laying out a few examples as well. We're going to be going all over the place. We're going to be going with a few guys that are going to be out there in the Big East. We're going to be going with a gentleman in the ACC. Guys that wound up putting up quite a few points and guys that they were more distributors. So we're going to be hitting upon a little bit of everything in terms of these sleepers with Terrence Ogles being in the second segment. Did not really see a whole lot of college basketball news and notes on Tuesday. So we're going to be keeping this to a two-part chat with Terrence. And if you do have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at unit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters CM. They mean does not matter, so as per usual. Please just send these into the timeline, and the other way, it is via an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire on whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. By that five-star review, really did not wind up getting in a lot of Twitter questions today, but we did wind up having a great chat with our good friend Terrence, so that is going to be coming up on the other side right here on Coast Coast Hoops with myself, Greg Spears, and now part of the DC Family Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. And we're back here in Las Vegas. We're going to get to with myself, Greg Eats, and now part of the Eats Family Podcast. It is always great to be joined by our guest as Terrence Oglesby. He does amazing work over there at the Field of 68. Somebody used to play college basketball over there at Clemson. Now he's just doing an amazing job taking a look at the game of college basketball. I know he has some color commentary on broadcast throughout the season and is an analyst over there at the Field of 68. And you're able to catch him on Twitter at the letter T underscore. And then his last name, Oglesby, O-G-L-E-S-B-Y, then the number 22, and Terrence. It is always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Greg, thank you so much for having me. I'm getting excited for basketball season. It seems like it's too far off. But now that the students are all in class, and I live close to a college campus, now that the students are all in class, you can kind of feel the excitement getting back in the air a little bit. Working through football season, which I do enjoy. I'm not going to lie to you, Greg. But every day, just preparing more and more for basketball season coming up. It's going to be another terrific season of college hoops. It is going to be a terrific season. I know that you're hard at work on your previews right now. And I know that something that you've wound up doing the last few days is taking a look at players that last year they might have been a little bit under the radar, I think is the best way of being able to put it. And you expect them to have some big years this year. Just before you wind up diving into some of the players that have been catching your eye, what are some of the things that you look at from a guy that leads you to believe that they're going to have a big leap from one year to the next? Well, the biggest thing you look at is how guys are scoring. Not necessarily that a guy is scoring 15 to 20 points a game at a low to mid-major school. It's how they are scoring those points. And is it going to be translatable going from, uh, say, for example, an A-Sun all the way up to an ACC school, for example, or a CAA to an ACC? There's different things that players do that translate. Some guys just bulldoze their way all the way into the cup and 
get a lot of layups at the lower levels, and they have a hard time transitioning what they do from that level of basketball to a better level of basketball, a more physical, a more athletic level of basketball. So you have to see how guys are able to achieve their points, not just gather a bunch and then use their physical ability, because a lot of times physical ability alone doesn't translate very well when they get up into the higher levels of basketball. So that's something I'm looking forward to observing and how that's going to occur. There's one guy that I'm keeping an eye on that had a really productive year last year. I think the fact that the way he got his points and the way he got all of his rebounds, University of Miami's Norchad Ormier, it's going to be interesting to see, is it going to be able to translate to ACC play because he was bigger, stronger, and faster than pretty much everybody he played against last year. Is he still going to be able to play that bully ball whenever he moves up a level? That's what's most intriguing to me. Is he going to get 20 and 12 or whatever he averaged last year? I don't think that's going to be the case, but he can still be a solid role guy. It's just a matter of he's not going to be as productive. But on the other side of that, Greg, you said there's a couple of guys that I feel like they're going to be able to even up their production because then they're going to be more comfortable in their surroundings. That's what I'm most interested in whenever I'm looking at these transfers. Absolutely. When it comes to a guy that is not transferring at all, but a guy that's going to be staying on campus, I know that you wanted to give this guy a little bit of love a few days ago, and that would be Cam Jones over there at Marquette. Last season, he was able to do a relatively solid job, wound up having right around 7.5 points per contest, shot 39% from three-point range, a little bit of a role guy as a freshman. What do you see in him that leads you to think that he's going to be able to bolster his game towards year number two because I know that he wound up having some really big performances towards the middle of last season, wound up tapering off a little bit when it wound up getting into Big East tournament slash NCAA tournament play. But with that said, I do feel like he wound up having some very good flashes and he's going to be coming back for a Marquette team that they really didn't wind up adding a lot by the transfer portal. But as we know, with losing some of their key guys from last season, they are going to have some added opportunities for him. Well, I think that's a big thing. Losing uh, losing Justin Lewis and Daryl Morcell, two of their go-to players, especially at the end of games, they're going to need somebody to step up. Cam Jones can definitely be that that guy for the Marquette Golden Eagles. Look, Shaka loves coaching a kid. He's a coachable kid. He plays hard all the time. Last year, he was more of an opportunistic scorer. He wasn't going to overexert himself, but he's somebody he could shoot the three ball at a high level. He can also take the ball to the cup a little bit because he sticks for about 195, 200 pounds. He's got that physical profile that matches what the Big East is and the fact that he can pull the defense away and then he can use his quickness and strength to get away from the defense once he hits a couple of shots i think that's the biggest thing for cam jones moving forward he's fully capable average right around eight or nine points a game last year i could see him moving all the way up into that 15 to 17 point per game range because one he's efficient two his body's big enough to hold people especially some of the best defenders in the big east he can hold those guys off because of his broad shoulders and strong build He's somebody that's going to take that big step. Don't be surprised. You look back at the end of the season, Cam Jones is on your first or second team, all Big East, because of his scoring ability. And he always he plays with such good angles, and that's an underrated feature. He plays off the ball at a high rate. He had to play off a lot of other players. That makes him very valuable, especially off the ball when they have a guy like Tyler Kolick who's, really, who's willing to give it up. I do think that that is going to be so important for a Marquette team that they're really going to be running it back with a lot of the guys that they wound up having last season. They bring in a few freshmen, but they really did not wind up scouring the transfer portal. And this school, they wound up getting a few pieces in via the transfer portal, but it's just really going to be addition from what they wound up having last year that was hurt and it's going to be coming back. And that'd be Florida State. And 
I know that you're very high on a little bit of a six foot six Swiss Army knife guy in Jayla Worley, which I shock, shock, surprise, surprise, a versatile player being over there at Florida State. Where have I heard this before? But I do think that Florida State is going to be really interesting in general because when Florida State's really good, they do wind up having sort of the whole is greater than the sum of its parts approach where they don't necessarily have that one guy that's going to go out there and give you 20 plus, but they've got like seven different guys that combine to give you 10 on any given night. I think that Florida State could be that and take me through Worley's game because I do think that he as well can be a very solid role player for this team. Well, I think he could be a big piece, and a lot of people like to compare other point guards at Florida State to Trent Forrest, and he has a lot of those same intangibles. To go along with what you're saying, Greg, six foot six can guard multiple positions. He fits that Florida State mold uh, with his athleticism and body size. But what makes him so intriguing is good-looking jump shot, somebody who can create off the dribble at six foot six, somebody who's going to be able to pressure the other team's point guard. He has pretty good vision in the half court to find other guys involved. He has a lot of those tools that you really look for. And then outside of the elite guys, and I'm talking about the guys that are drafted in the first round, the Scotty Barneses, these guys at Florida State, they take a second because Leonard Hamilton lets them figure it out on the fly. He lets them figure out what they're doing wrong on their own and gives them chances to fail. It takes time for those guys to learn from their mistakes. Walking in into year two. Jalen Worley has the physical profile. He has the skill handling the basketball. He can get downhill. He runs the pick and roll at a nice rate. If he's more assertive this season, you can see a, a big time jump from the young man. I do think so as well. Joining me on the podcast, we do have Terrence Oglesby. He does a great job over there at the field of 68. Take a look at everything that we've got in the game of college basketball. And we want to mention just two guys that they're going to be running back, that they're going to be returning to the same school. But Caleb Murphy, I know, is a guy that you're high on as well. He's someone that he winds up going to DePaul. He was that South Florida team that if they could have just made a few threes last year, they would have been halfway decent. I think that they were number 358 out of 358 schools, and it looks like they do wind up getting a little bit more three-point shooting this season. But I do like the overall game with Caleb Murphy. We know that he's going to be able to play defense for DePaul, and we know that this is going to be a little bit of a new-look DePaul team because without Javon Freeman Liberty, without David Jones, they need guys to be able to step up and be able to replace that production. But for the first time in a long time, I think that DePaul might actually be able to have some, I'm not going to call them NCAA tournament aspirations, but I'll call them postseason aspirations. And if they do wind up being able to live up to those, I think the Caleb Murphy, he needs to be a big part of it in the backcourt. Blinding speed in the full court. I mean, you talk about a point guard that can take the ball off the rim and end-to-end speed, he might be as fast as Ty Lawson was whenever I was playing. And that's saying a lot because Ty Lawson to this day is the fastest person I've ever seen with the ball in his hands. Caleb Murphy's right there with him. South Florida transfer originally from Atlanta. This is a kid who can get, he's a ball handling savant. And I don't say that too often because not only is he going full court at breakneck speed, it's his ability to change direction, his ability to take the ball between his legs, behind his back, not break stride, still find ways to finish around rims, still find ways to find his teammates. Now, we'll say this, Greg, he doesn't shoot the ball great. But if he's able to put together the type of season that I think he's capable of, he's an NBA-level point guard for all the other things because they think they can teach you how to shoot it. That's the big thing. But blinding speed, good size of point guard, excellent defender, 
very willing passer and excellent lob guy. When I say that, coming off ball screens and finding guys to finish around the rim. DePaul has those athletes now. They don't have a whole bunch of skill at the five position, but they have some guys that can go up and get it. Lob threats, if you will. Caleb Murphy's going to be able to find those. And adding Emoja Gibson, an Oklahoma transfer to DePaul's lineup is going to help him a lot, too. They're going to be able to space the floor a little bit more. But Caleb Murphy, I'm telling you, when, it, when you watch film on that young man, it pops off the screen because of his speed, athleticism, ability to get to the 15-foot. He elevates over the top his size. He is somebody that NBA scouts are going to take note of if they haven't already. He's somebody to watch moving forward because he has everything you need except for the ability to shoot the ball at 35% from three. But his shot's not broken. If he's able to improve that, he's going to put a lot of people on notice. And do you think that that is something to take a look at in terms of these guards that they do wind transferring as well? Because as we know, when it comes to guards that wind transferring, I feel like there's a little bit more volatility than forwards just because when it comes to the big men that they wind up coming in, there's just fewer things that they need to wind up learning in terms of the offense. They have the ball in their hands a little bit less. But when it comes to guards that they're able to step in and succeed right away, one thing that I do wind up taking a look at is just ability to be able to play defense in general. Like, I think that Tyrese Hunter, who's going to be going over there to Texas, I think he'll be just fine. How he winds up coexisting with Marcus Carr, I think is a question, but I think that Hunter himself is going to be just fine because I think that his defense is going to be able to travel to Texas. I think that he's going to be able to do a rock-solid job. Once again, offense, a little bit of a question mark, but when I do take a look at these transfer guards, I always take a look at can they actually defend their position Caleb Murphy certainly checks that box, but what other things do you want to take a look at in terms of transfer guards that leads you to believe that either A, they're going to succeed in their new stopping grounds, or B, they're going to wind up maybe having a little bit of a tough time with it like we wound up seeing for a guy like a Marcus Carr last season? Well, I think fit is one of the biggest things. And, and another thing, too, and this is an underrated feature of looking at transfers, where transfers are coming from, Greg, that's the big portion of it, too. Have the transfers that are coming into your program, have they wanted a high level? Marcus Carr had never won before going to Texas, so there's a, there's an adjustment period, right? It's going to take him a second. He had great stats. Did he win? No, he didn't win. You saw him kind of limp along into what he could eventually become. I think that, like you said, that's going to be a solid backcourt running mate. It's just a matter of where those transfers coming from. Have they been coached at a high level? I think Brian Gregory down at South Florida is a terrific coach. I think Caleb Murphy's going to step in onto his court and be ready to go right away just because he's already been coached, especially from a defensive perspective, at a high level. So where those guys are coming from is also a big thing. I do think so as well. I think that it's just so interesting. Take a look at a lot of these guys that they are going to be either able to succeed or fail when it comes to a lot of the moves that we did wind up seeing here in the offseason that's joining me on the podcast. We do have Terrence Oglesby. And then another guy that I know that you've taken a look at, not necessarily your traditional guard or anything like that, because we've been mostly taking a look at guards, but I know that there's been quite a few guys that have been high on him and I know that you are as well. And that would be Trayvon Brazil. He winds coming in from Missouri. And as we know, Missouri wound up having a little bit of, shall we say, a rough season last year about Brazil. He was one of those guys that I know that you were talking about. It's not just about physical abilities, but he's got some of the best physical abilities of any of these transfers that you're going to find out there. And I know that he wound up showcasing relatively well when Arkansas wound up having their foreign trip. Take me through what you wound up seeing out of him. And if that foreign trip wound up having a little bit of an impact on how you wind up evaluating him, because I warmed up on him much more because of what we did wind up seeing over the summer. 
Well, to talk about those foreign trips, I think the big thing is who these teams are playing when they go on these foreign trips. Arkansas played some real teams. The Bakken Bears out of Denmark, that's a Euro Cup team, and they've won that Danish league for the past, I don't know, 15 years. I mean, it's just a matter of who you play. Alabama played the Chinese national team. It's a matter of who you play. There's been other teams that go over there and play some second, third, and fourth division teams, and they're not really getting much out of it. Arkansas was able to play some of these higher level teams, and Trayvon Brazil, man, that is a dude. I don't know how to say that any differently. 6'10", 7'2", 7'3", wingspan, depending on who you ask, Greg. Elite bounce, big time skill level for a player of that size with those physical tools. He can put it on the deck. He's got a nice looking jump shot. He's a lob threat. You can throw it anywhere and he's going to go up and be able to get it. And he is going to make for a special pick and roll partner with Nick Smith, who was arguably consensus top three uh, freshman in the country. Depending on who you ask, he was number one to a couple of scouting services, number three to others. Arkansas is tremendously talented. And for to have a guy like Trayvon Brazil, who's kind of could be an outlet for all that talent because he does so many other things at his size and his ability to block shots. He was third in the SEC last year and only averaged 21 minutes a game. That's a big deal. 1.9 blocks a game, only played 21 minutes a game. This guy is elite with his length. And the big thing is, his sophomore year in high school, he was six foot one. And now he's gotten this growth spurt. You hear about that so often. Guys kind of get these growth spurts late, and they turn into real players because they've been guards their whole life. He's one of these guys that fits that profile. Trevor Brazil's a problem. You look at his film right now. Right now, he is better than Kai Jones, who played at Texas and was a lottery pick. As far from a skill perspective, to attack the rim, to shoot it from the perimeter with a nice looking stroke, to be a lob threat, to be that type of athlete, uh, Arkansas got a gym. And it's kind of crazy to say, Greg, because he only averaged six and five last year. Yeah, it's absolutely insane what he was what he was able to showcase during that foreign trip. I do think that there's going to be a lot of upside with him. And then I know that there's one other guy that is completely off the radar. You are tweeting about this guy. It's going to be very fascinating to see what winds up happening because he's actually a junior college guy. I think that he was set to go to Texas Tech at first, decided that he was going to go to St. John's last season. And that would be Isaiah Nawi. Take me through this gentleman, how he's a physical freak in all the right ways. And I know that we were talking about Trevon Brazil and the fact that he wound up putting up some modest numbers last year at Missouri and he could pop off. I take a look at this gentleman in Isaiah Noe, and he could be the exact same guy over there at St. John's. Well, he has that ability. Now, for whatever reason, he hasn't been able to stay on the floor, but he has all the physical tools. This is a bit of a long shot. And the reason I say it's a long shot is because he has all the tools, sure. He has a nice-looking jump shot, sure. And St. John's going to need guys that can knock down shots because there's only I think there's only one guy returning with more than 23-point attempts who shot better than like 28%. Like, St. John's doesn't have shooters. He can be that shooter, and it's got a really nice-looking stroke. Can he guard fives in the Big East? I think that's where your biggest problem comes into play. But he's got all those tools for whatever reason. He hasn't been able to stay on the floor. But at 6'9", 215, 220 pounds, a nice jump shot, can put it on the floor a little bit. Checks a lot of boxes as far as athleticism is concerned as well. Within that system, and you look at St. John's this year, Posh Alexander, Andre Curbelo, a bunch of guys that can't really shoot but can really get into the lane at a high level he could provide value just from a floor spacing perspective if he's a bigger part of that offense or the bigger part of that team on the floor st john's could be the most 
frustrating team to watch or the most exciting team to watch. But with him on the floor, it could be it could get interesting because he can make guys guard him. I do think I do think that taking a look at him and what he could be willing to add this upcoming season very interesting. Someone who is six foot ten is able to pop threes. Keep in mind, Joel Soriano over there at St. John's. He's able to be more of that, shall we say, traditional big man. Absolutely. He's able to haul in there those rebounds. So that could free up exactly what, as they call him, Zay is able to produce for this team as well. So there's a lot of upside with a lot of guys this upcoming college basketball season. And Terrence, I know that you are right now digging deep to find some of these diamonds in the rough. Take a look at some of these fits that are slash are not going to work because that's one of the biggest things now in this day in college basketball. Nearly 18 under transfers in total. So there are going to be guys that you don't expect to wind up working out and they wind up having massive seasons. And then there are guys that everyone is talking about and they wind up doing absolutely nothing whatsoever. And Terrence, I know that there's a few other guys they have a little bit of fondness for as well. You've done a great job providing so many of these guys already, but touch upon a few other guys that you think are being slept upon a little bit, and the more you take a look at them, the more you evaluate their tape, the more you like them. Andrew Carr from Wake Forest, the transfer from Delaware, 6'10", good length, can shoot it from out, from the outside, an excellent passer, struggled a little bit with consistency, but Steve Forbes always finds a way to get his transfers to play hard, and the effort's always there with Forbes. I think that's a given. And one that's, I, I think, slid under the radar, and I think you'll agree with me. Georgia hiring Mike White was an interesting one. One player that he inherited, Cario Oquendo, is a bad dude. And I'm sitting here and I'm trying to figure out what uh, reasons why uh, he's not an NBA player because he averaged over 18 points per game uh, in the S- in SEC play. And he does it at a fairly efficient amount. I mean, considering playing for Tom Crane last year where, where he really struggled, you know, getting guys open looks, he still averaged 18 points a game. He is a highlight reel waiting to happen. He's got a good-looking stroke. I think under Mike White, he's going to have an equally uh, productive year. Those two guys can be really, really good. I do think so as well. And right now you're hard at work to determine which of those guys are going to be Buster Rooney's and which of those guys are going to be able to flourish. So love the good people at home. Know it's all on tap for you. What you've all got in the hopper in general, how people can follow along on social media and other platforms. At T underscore Oglesby, T underscore O-G-L-E-S-B-Y two two. Go ahead and follow me on Twitter. I'm going to be putting previews out beginning October 1st. We're going to get rolling towards college basketball season. Uh, really excited for this to get going. Uh, last year was a tremendous success between Field of 68, calling basketball games. I am enjoying every bit of it and I want to take as many followers as I can on a ride with me. Make sure you hit that follow button on Twitter. We'll talk that way. Greg, thank you so much for having me as always. It is always great to get Terrence Oglesby aboard. He does an amazing job taking a look at everything in the world of college basketball and did so once again today. Always a pleasure to be able to get him aboard. One of the best finds that you're going to find covering the game of college basketball. Big thanks to Terrence for joining me right here on Coast Coast Soups, now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. And if you do like what you're hearing from this fine podcast, Coast to Coast Soups, you're able to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you've got a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at unit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters M. They meet us on matter as per usual. Please just send these into the timeline and the other way. It is fine an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to find whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. I'm going to be coming at you guys every single day on this podcast. 
during the offseason news and notes of college basketball. And we've got more conference previews on the way as well, so I have no fear there. And then when it comes to the regular season, we're going to be giving you guys picks and analysis on every single game, every single day, which we're about two months away from that. So I appreciate you guys seeing in today, and I will chat at you once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.